0: Two, one. Seven things you didn't know, you need to know. I'm Kira Rebbins and this is the Smart 7 Ireland Edition. Good morning, it's Tuesday the 21st of June. It's the longest day of the year. Happy birthday, Rebecca Black, Lana Del Rey, Chris Pratt, and Prince William. The Planning for Budget 2023, which isn't due until October, kicked off officially on Monday with a grandly titled National Economic Dialogue. It was a meeting between government and interest groups in society, including trade unions, social justice Ireland and environmental groups. Minister for Public Expenditure Michael McGrath laid out some of the new expenses that will arise in 2023 as a result of Russia's war in Ukraine and the need to accommodate refugees. We have provided in the stability programme update an estimate of the cost of meeting the humanitarian needs that arise from the war in Ukraine, looking after the refugees who come here. We've made a provision for next year in the SPU of some €3 billion. And Minister for Finance Pascal Donoghue was warning that the rising inflation levels have also had a significant impact on the cost of borrowing money for the exchequer. At the start of this year, it was just above zero. Today, as I speak to you, it's now just below 2.4%. So we have seen a very significant change in the cost of borrowing. And just to round out the optimistic tone, Thijsuk Miho Martin was cautioning that there was no real prospect of any additional relief for pressure on the cost of living in advance of the October 2022 date. The forthcoming budget uh, will be a cost of living budget and what we do has to be comprehensive, has to be sustainable over a longer period of time than just going from a month to month situation. Ukraine's defence minister warned on Monday night that Russia has accelerated its attempts to claim the remaining territory in the Luhansk region, reporting that the Russian army has gathered all of its forces close to Severodonetsk with the aim of capturing the final parts of the region on Sunday. Ukrainian President Zelensky had warned that Russia would escalate attacks this week as the EU moves closer to announcing formal candidate status for the Ukraine. Obviously, we should expect greater hostile activity from Russia, purposefully, demonstratively, this week exactly, and not only against Ukraine, but also against other European countries. We are preparing. We are ready. Russia's port and grain blockade continues, and there was a Russian missile attack on an Odessa food warehouse on Monday too. Washington Post columnist Max Booth, who's been calling for the US to speed up long-range weapon delivery, says that we all need to understand that this is not just Ukraine's war. We keep thinking about it as their war. The Ukrainians are fighting. We need to think about it as our war. Putin is waging war on the West. Dmitry Moratov, the Russian editor-in-chief of the independent newspaper Novaya Gazeta, has auctioned off his 2021 Nobel Peace Prize medal for £84 million. He was awarded the medal in 2021 for defending freedom of expression in Russia. Novaya Gazeta suspended its operations in March shortly after Russia invaded Ukraine. All the proceeds will go to UNICEF to help refugee and displaced children from the war in Ukraine. It is something we need to do and we have to do right now. We didn't have any disagreements here, and I have to say that the Nobel Prize Committee supported us entirely. There was more bad news in terms of COVID numbers on Monday when hospitalisation now at 606 people. That's up 150 in the last seven days. However, intensive care numbers remain stable. The Omicron BA4 and BA5 variants now make up over 70% of infections. And Dr. Owen DeBar, our consultant at Beaumont Hospital, says they're seeing a change in admission patterns. Well, I think for the first time in a long time, we're actually seeing patients who were admitted because of COVID-19 rather than incidental COVID or having it. Largely, they're immunocompromised patients. They've had some level of vaccination and happily they're not as sick as we've seen in earlier waves but still needing some hospital care. Amid calls for a return to mask mandates Dr Jared Barry Assistant Professor of Virology at UCD says we're already well into this wave of the virus and it may well be too late to have much impact. I think communications shouldn't be coming now t- talking about wearing a mask probably should have come about a month ago. Emmanuel Macron was re-elected as president of France just eight weeks ago, but the parliamentary elections just made his life a lot more complicated. He's lost his overall centrist majority amid strong results for both the left and far right. That left Macron's ensemble coalition with only 245 seats when he needed 289. The far-right party, led by failed presidential candidate Marine Le Pen, had a big win, picking up 89 seats, almost three times their previous best result. She's now trying to assemble a coalition of her own. Beyond the parliamentary group, we will pursue this work of bringing together the French people within a big popular movement, unifying all the patriots on both the right and the left. So to come to the Smart 7 Island edition, Nick McCarthy makes a bit of history at Leinster Rugby, and Ethan Hawke is out to grab you right after this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, Leinster rugby scrum half Nick McCarthy celebrated prime Month on Monday by officially coming out He told his teammates back in January and had a positive response so now he's taken the bigger step of announcing it to the world There was a wave of positive reaction from teammate Johnny Sexton to Thornishta Leo Varadkar and his Leinster coach Leo Cullen It's a brave step for Nick but as I said like he's a, he's a brilliant character and um, we only wish good things for him um, into the future Right, his actors on actors series. He's famous faces chatting to each other. So far, we've had Jennifer Aniston and Sebastian Stan and Viola Davis chatting to Samuel L. Jackson. Now it's another friend, Courtney Cox, and she sat down to chat music, performing, and more with country star and actress Faith Hill. It turns out Courtney is too scared to watch any of the screen movies. Anyway, almost inevitably, the chat turned to that famous TV show. I don't feel like I have closure on it because I, I don't. What? We're not going to do another reunion. Can you imagine? We'll be like, yeah, how old can you and we're 80 and let's <laughs> go back in so I don't feel closure but I just feel like I'm I just feel the like that was the luckiest I, I can't believe that I got that part and was able to make those friends and be a part of something that's still going on Ethan Hawke is having a pretty good 2022. He's just played Arthur Harrow in Moon Knight and now he's pulling on a pretty terrifying latex mask for the new horror movie, The Black Phone, which hits cinemas this week. He plays a serial killer called the Grabber who grabs kids. Stay with me. His latest victim, Finney, is locked in a basement as his sister frantically tries to find him. Then a mysterious black phone starts to ring. you. know all our names? It doesn't work. Hang it up. This has been the Smart 7 Island Edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favor and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow morning at 7am. Have yourself a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Docs.